Working in the service industry, that is working for a bar, a cafe or a restaurant, is in my opinion one of the most underestimated career paths that I think one can take. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because so many people's first jobs are in bars or restaurants or cafes. But for those who choose to go down that career path at a choice, because they love it, because they get a kick out of running their different establishment, whatever that may be, they tend to be people who really love their jobs. Patrick O'Manny is someone who is a supervisor in a very well-established cafe in Cork, one of which, by the way, I highly recommend you visit once the lockdown in Ireland is over. And as always, I'm going to let him do the talking. Welcome to Graduate Compass, the podcast for graduates who haven't quite figured out what their next step is going to be. Patrick O'Manley, you're very welcome to another episode of Graduate Compass. Uh, I just thought as an introduction, can you tell us a little bit about what you went to study in college originally and what you're doing now? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, so I originally studied uh, graphic design uh, in IDT in Dunleary in Dublin. Um, I didn't finish up the course there. I did three years of this. Um, so yeah, I like, really enjoyed it though. Like it was something I was kind of quite passionate about. Um, but like unfortunately I found the whole college experience very stressful. Um, got into a bit of a um, um, Russ with us and just I didn't finish up unfortunately um, and um, now I'm a supervisor in a restaurant uh, so there's a bit of a change. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will take this bit of, did you go to CIT for a bit or did I? Did yeah I... I did then yeah I for just a small but then I did kind of try to transfer down to CIT afterwards um, but yeah kind of things um, I, I did there for a small bit, but I just then kind of called things quits with the the graphic design career. So, so I want to get I want to give a bit of context here because uh, Patrick is probably one of the the most knowledgeable people about Cork culture and Cork food and uh, and all these kind of various different kind of I, I suppose just cultural events and things that go on within the the city. Um, so. I don't know if you want to mention the, the uh, restaurants you work at now or if you want to not mention them, but you can if you want. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so I'm like a supervisor in Good Day Deli. Uh, we're a sustainable foods cafe here in the beautiful Cork City. But I'm very knowledgeable about this. Um, yeah, like it's it's great. It's a beautiful um, kind of restaurant cafe in the city centre. We're uh, located uh, right in the beautiful gardens in Ananagal Place, uh, which used to be an old convent. Um, uh, there's still uh, there's still nuns on site and they've kind of uh, reopened it into a heritage site and like a, a public gardens and the cafe restaurant is part of that as well. Um, but yeah, there it's um, definitely like pretty passionate about Cork City. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of history there, but like as well, like just great, um, great food reputation at the moment. Um, um, some really stuff, interesting stuff happening. So we're going to talk about that a little later on because as I said, you are you are very knowledgeable and you know this area so well and we're going to touch on this. But let's kind of rewind back before you kind of like started kind of down, down this route. Mm-hmm. When you when you left your course and you kind of weren't sure what to do next, mm-hmm. were you thinking, right, I'm going to go into the service industry and that's how I'm going to try and make a career or was it just I needed 
I need to earn some money and that was kind of yeah I know definitely I so yeah like when I I dropped out of college I was kind of completely lost purpose because like the at that time I thought like oh my god like this course was my life and everything and I, I was didn't know what to do afterwards so um I think what most people in the services you kind of just fall into it so I yeah I just needed the job basically and I actually started in the kitchens um I started in the English markets um as a kitchen porter there and the restaurants uh, the farm gates um and I, I, that was a great eye-opener and experience just the whole restaurants um like I, I think if anyone who works in restaurants know like a KP is like one of the most vital members of the team like you you're there at the start of the day you're there at the end and you get to you're dealing with the kitchen directly you're dealing with the service directly so it's it just being in that position then I just got a real flavor and love for uh, just the restaurant business just dealing yeah dealing with the chefs dealing with the rest of the team and then like through like different positions I went I was on the, I moved up to, onto the bar then and then we moved into the dining room so and then since then I've always worked in different different restaurants around Cork it was uh, that's my kind of transition there because <laughs> what I thought was really interesting is that that and it's something that I've kind of, I suppose, mocked you a little bit with tongue in cheek over the years. But mm-hmm. but every restaurant you worked in seemed to be incredibly popular in terms of like <laughs> we used to always joke and say that you 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 only ever worked at the eight restaurants. It always seemed to be incredibly popular at the time. And I, although I was joking back then, and I appreciate mm-hmm. anyone listening wasn't there for that conversation when we had those all those years ago. But was that actually a conscious effort to try and kind of find jobs in the kind of up and coming restaurants or the kind of restaurants that were very, very popular or what was the reason between moving from restaurant to restaurant? Yeah, like I like it's something I actually think about now. Looking back, I, I think back then I wasn't so conscious of it, but definitely like I've only worked for local businesses here in the city. And but I, I think generally I, like any time I was looking for work, like I, I wanted to work someplace that I would be happy going as a customer and um, I, I think that's important with any job that like you um, even now like I like I feel I need to do a good enough job so people aren't if I was sitting there that I would be enjoying the experience so I, I don't think it was completely intentional but like definitely there was a side of me going like I enjoy the food I enjoy that experience like I, I want to be a part of that uh, and help to build this and because it, it like uh, even though it's during COVID at the moment, it's something I'm really missing is uh, being able to go to a restaurant, a cafe, have that interaction with the server. Like uh, just the, there's um, there's a whole experience there that like I, it, this year has really made me feel like oh my god, uh, we need restaurants and cafes. <laughs> and, and and just out of curiosity, because when you left your course and mm. and uh, you know you start working in this industry. Mm-hmm. Was there a, a period where you kind of were still thinking about going back or maybe still changing courses or or, or, or when when did you kind of make that decision that, OK, actually, this is my career now and I, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw myself completely into this? Yeah, like there was always, yeah, like I, I all there was a small bit. I was very burnt out when I left college. So I was like, um, I apprehensive about going back into it as well. There's like even since to this day like I still have a love for design and stuff and have that craving for it but yeah there, no I, I I think it, at that stage when I had left I was kind of I needed a break from it but then like just through like working in the service industry and everything really like just discovering that like there was a whole world behind us and just and like I was a bit passionate about food and coffee before 
I think more so now, but especially Cork, like it's great. Like we have so many, it's such an access to great locally sourced foods. Um, and with the English market here, like that really gave me a craving for us. And I just, the whole interaction of working with the team, it really, I was, I, I kind of felt like, okay, I was happy to pursue this career then. One of the reasons I wanted you specifically to come on this podcast is because, and you've touched on it just slightly there, you really opened my eyes up to what you call the world behind the service industry. I was always amazed by your stories about the logistics of how much work went into organizing the restaurants or cafes or whatever it is that you're working on. And also the network behind that of kind of different businesses who support each other, different staff who support each other across different business, businesses. And I was just wondering if you could maybe kind of give us a bit of an insight into that and tell us a little bit about that world, which has always really interested me whenever you've told me about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, there's so much to us, but it's, like, to give an exact, like, like the coffee that we use, like, we, uh, before we uh, get to a customer's table, like, we've had Tony, our roaster in, like, West Cork Coffee in, tasting the coffees, making sure that, like, we choose the right coffee that will be happy for, that will make the customer the most happy. So there's a whole, like, before we even change our coffee, there's a whole discussion going on in the background there. Um, and then just on the day to day, like it's we are like um, it, we're like an Olympic rowing team or something like where we all have to be in sync with each other. Like it's there's so many stuff going on that if if one of us is off, it'll cascade down and affect everyone else on the day. So it's brilliant to see like when we are in motion, like it's I, I think people have even said it to us. Like it's if you sit down in the cafe and see it's a really busy day, like we are just in the flow of it. Like we're like, you can almost uh, like we don't even need to communicate with each other we just know exactly uh, where we're at what we're doing and stuff like that so and that it's it's beautiful when you get that flow in a team and stuff but there is a lot of hard work in that like even there like just like with team meetings just saying like analyzing how can we do stuff better like if something went wrong like let's let's think about like what can we do better there like what can we optimize it and then like there's that great feeling when things do get better and you're like okay we've made that change now and it's uh we're getting better getting faster um so it, it's constantly like stepping back, having a look at what we're doing with the with the service we're giving, with the food we're supplying. Uh, and yeah, there's a great like I love is um, dealing with all the different suppliers as well. Like I was mentioning earlier, like Tony, who does our coffee, loads of different suppliers around Cork, like from local farmers to even our apple juice is produced in like a local orchard out in ovens so and you and you uh, them coming in every day like dropping off supplies you can have a chat with them and just learning like oh a certain a vegetable now is off season so we've changed and, and just having that interaction with suppliers is it's great like great experience i just i just want to touch on something you said a second ago you said you know sometimes we have to kind of kind of as was as a team talk about what we can do better. I was just wondering if you had any kind of, just to kind of give people insight of what it's like kind of behind the scenes, if you had any examples of maybe something that you've you've had to kind of step back with and look as a team and try and kind of figure out how to solve a problem. Yeah, like I, like thoughts off the top of my head now, I can't think of it like a problem itself, but like it's just kind of small, like on the day-to-day things, how can we work better together? Like it's, like there, there's... We, we could use the COVID-19 example because we are, we are in the middle of uh, just for anyone listening we're, we're recording this right in the middle of the lockdown in Ireland so th- that's <laughs> completely you know I presume throwing a spanner in the works and that's yeah, yeah. as a business you guys have to try and a- adapt to and mm. and figure out 
with with that kind of a, a very rapid kind of ongoing conversation or or how would how would that how would yeah yeah you know definitely like and the regulations are changing all the time um like the and it's um yeah looking at what we can how how we can serve the customer the most safely and comfortably as well for them so um yeah it's constantly look, like looking at those things and can, can we do it better that's quite important and um and just that we're a cohesive team as well like you know and uh, like there's there's different roles in the service industry like there's supervisors managers um like a kitchen porter chefs everything but like i i never like i feel like everyone's role is just as important as each other because there's and everyone's input is important like if the if the kitchen porter isn't is not happy about something th- that can affect the whole team so like his opinion is just as valid as everyone else's so it's it's like like say the kitchen porter was not happy with the way we're stacking the plates or something like that so something like really simple as that then that can really affect the whole day so um it's about like sitting down and talking whatever like how can we fix this how can we um adjust this and how how do you find that like that kind of leadership role how, how does that suit you because you know, some people find that very frustrating and saying, right, you know, right, kitchen porter, you just need to get on with it. But you sound very tolerant and very patient and, and actually genuinely concerned about your team. So just wondering what, what, how do you kind of mentally approach that and how do you kind of, I suppose, fix problems for your team when they come up? Yeah, it's hard. Like, that's definitely like a massive challenge with the job. Like, it's, yeah, like taking charge and not, not being too tough as well, but like, like trying to listen to everyone. I, I think but that's the most important thing is just respecting everyone. I think once people know they're being respected, they know, and, and especially like in the service industry, things can be said in the heat of the moment and stuff like that. And you can, because like you're, it could be such a busy day in the cafe and stuff, and just step aside and be like, just calm down the situation and stuff like that. That's um, the most important. Like I, I think when everyone knows they're being respected and listened to, like it, it, it makes life easier for everyone. So. And, and tell us a little bit about uh, your the restaurant you're working at the moment, uh, or the cafe, I should say, um, Good Day Deli. Because for anyone who hasn't been there in Cork, it is in a beautiful location. It's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. How did that job come about and, and what kind of made you want to stay there for as long as you have? Uh, yeah, like I like to be honest, I was almost like I was kind of like thinking of taking a break from the service industry for a while and looking for something else. But then uh, the Good Day Deli came up and I... Um, I had been there as a customer and um, aware of like, yeah, that's amazing location, amazing foods and um, really liked the atmosphere there. So um, I just couldn't pass it up the opportunity that like they were looking for some of the time I went. And I remember Claire, the one, one of the owners saying to me like that it, it would be an experience to work there. And they really held true to that. Like it, it has been, um, it's just been great experience overall. And it's such a learning experience as well. Um, so like we're a sustainable foods cafe. So that's part of the message is to um, that anything that we do in the cafe has um, sustainable foundations on us that like the, that um, that we compost all our packaging and stuff is compostable and that we make sure it's compostable and like, on the back end that the, the food is to put into the compost the plastics it runs the plastic the waste goes to the waste just small things like that but yeah it was like amazing experience and learning like I, I feel like every day I'm learning inside there you know what there's not a day goes by where I was like oh I haven't learned something and that's I think such an important reason why to stay in a job I, I feel like the minute I stop learning then I, that's the time to move on 
um, and even this year, especially uh, with the uh, with the, all the COVID going on, um, it's been a big learning curve every day. It's kind of like, okay, we have to change things around, do something different, approach things a bit differently. So that's that's been great. And there's been other where we've been able to compete in competitions. We won last year the best cafe in Munster and in Cork which is a great achievement. They got cancelled. The restaurant awards got cancelled this year, unfortunately. <laughs> but we probably would have won best in Ireland, say, this year. <laughs> but it's, yeah, just having opportunities to do stuff like that has been great as well. And to meet other p- owners of cafes and restaurants across Munster, across Ireland, it, like, it, it, it feels really like there's a, a community here at the moment. So and it's it's not a, it's a friendly competition. It's like how we all want to learn off each other and see what we can do better for to make the whole industry better in Ireland itself. Because that's the thing that, that I find fascinating about when you talk about this kind of stuff, because you're so passionate about it, which is, you know, it's kind of hard not to listen and kind of not feel like, yeah, it's just, this is a great industry. But also more than that is that, you know, it sounds to me like networking has been a huge part of your career, but you've never used that word once. So yeah. You, never, you, you, you never, it's never trying to trying to get anything out of anybody or trying. It's 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 more being about trying to build those genuinely kind of sustainable, not only businesses but also relationships between those businesses and the different people. Will that be a fair thing to say? Yeah, it's like it's an important part of the business as well. Like that's we're out supporting each other as well you know it's um we're all interlinked like um people like cork city say like we want to be known for friendly service friendly businesses you know it's that would bring more people here like it's it, it benefits us all so like um there's there yeah like they're um i guess yeah i i would never look at it as networking but it is like even more we're out socializing you know where when there's that um connection that like all of us just want to do better for the benefit of everyone um so no definitely yeah i think it works and i i, I actually jim i should have uh, brought this up first because you mentioned obviously the the awards that you guys won last year congratulations by the way on those but also i think it's very very important we we talk about the individual awards that you won <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit about that uh, yeah, so like last year I competed in the Cork Aeropress uh, Championship, uh, which I won. So the Aeropress, it's, it's just a way of brewing coffee and they hold a competition. There's regionals and national. So I, I won the um, the Cork competition and then I went on to compete for the Irish, um, which I came third in, which I was pretty happy. <laughs> um, that's amazing. And again, yeah. And again, it was that, that's, that was a great experience and a great learning experience. Like, like I... I I've always been passionate about brewing coffee at home and stuff like that. And I would have never thought of competing. Um, but then work just, there was the opportunity of doing it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And uh, just uh, constantly learning and a grace, like meeting all these different baristas from around Cork, from Ireland and just talk. And everyone was so humble and like, you know, no one was, everyone was curious to see your methods and showing them how they do stuff differently and stuff like that so and that like goes to like just how important those things are because it's how everyone learns you're like oh my god like someone does that differently like oh like I'll try to change up and like then you get a bit better and so like those like creating those environments within the hospitality is is so important because it's the way we all learn as well off each other and what I really liked about that is that you you sent me some photographs from the from the uh the finals where you came third which again is, is amazing the thing that really struck me was how happy you looked you just looked like you were having the best time of your life 
having the best crack. But what struck me is, is that is actually how I always think of you anytime you talk about your work. You have such passion for it. You have such love for it. You have such kind of like, there's no other words for it, just passion and love. And it, like, is that something you got you have to work on or is it something that naturally comes from you because of the stuff you talked about before when you were saying you, you can have the passion for for um, yeah, customer I'll, service? Yeah, like it's de- I, th- I think definitely something I've got over time, but still always um i have to work on it as well a small bit like i i like passionate about my job and everything but it's all it's always when i first started oh my god i, I could barely talk to people at the tables you know it, it can be hard sometimes because even if you're having a like an off day around thing you you have to be on and like good mood and happy and stuff they, it's definitely like it's always something i'm like looking at can like okay can i improve these things but there's the genuine love of it as well like i do like like i love it when a table is really happy with their food and with their service and everything like there's nothing it feels like a mission well done then you know it's like okay i've like succeeded and like it's you get a buzz off it like it's really like okay like and that that kind of motivates you through that today then and know like knowing that like you are serving really good coffee you are serving with really good food like it, it that in itself is a good motivator as well i, w- I want to talk about something we, we talked about just before we, we started recording and i actually told you to stop talking because i wanted to record it so i want to go back <laughs> and talk about that yeah of course was was, was that you said that like there was so many different aspects to it as a business because you're a sustainable cafe. It was just interesting the the psychology of, of, of how you approached it. And I just wonder if you could kind of talk a little bit more about that. Like you want people to be able to enjoy their food and coffee and stuff like that, which is an important aspect thing. But um, there's a whole side of like the food that they're eating is all locally produced. Say the coffee is um, it's um, naturally processed coffee that's roasted here in Inishannon down in Cork and stuff like that. So it's, it's all little ways like you want to communicate that and just like the best way is t- talking with a table you know just having conversation with them um and then like you look into like um is there events that we can run is there like we were doing nature talks in our cafe which we just started this year um but they got shut down because of covid but like I, expanding that then is like what can we like um so we have our, our normal dining experience there can we do run events that we can expand into that um can educate people more and um, so there's constantly yeah there's constantly trying to uh, get that ma- message across um rather than just being a dining experience that we can when educate when you say when you said there was there was a nature talk what, what exactly was that what what, what uh, yeah so like we it was in so we'd have our general day of service in the cafe and then we would uh, reopen again in the afternoon and have a guest speaker in um so they, they would come into the cafe and um talk on a range of different topics uh, from reintroducing wolves to ireland to natural organic wines say sort of like a whole range of different topics and they were great like they were great like even just even for to me I was working uh, at those events but just I, I felt I learned loads and uh, just a different experience as well like to have someone coming to a cafe and stand up and have a talk and you, people were sitting around having coffees having drinks uh, having gigs <laughs> and uh, having a learning experience as well. That makes sense so looking back because it's been a while now you know you're you, you you've been working for for a while and um you've obviously been enjoying it and you've kind of been developing this career and kind of moving moving up the chain and stuff i'm just wondering if you bearing in mind the people who might be listening to this podcast might not be entirely sure what they're going to do next they might be very stressed about what they're going to do they might be very upset about you know how things are going and they might be just i just have no no kind of inspiration kind of to go forward what advice would you give 
anyone listening to this podcast now don't stress <laughs> that's uh yeah like I, I, for me i i like i and I, I see it now even looking at people in their early 20s like so stressed of where they're going to end up and what career and stuff like that and there's so many possibilities out there and like even for me right now like I, like I, I didn't always mean to end up in the service industry but I have and it's it's such a learning experience I felt like I've learned so much that like even if I don't end up with it for my whole life I I've experiences that I can transfer onto different groups you know that's uh, for that was an eye-opener for me it's like you know it's you there's always the chance to learn wherever you are and and um like you were saying like I wouldn't look at it as marketing but it is marketing and that's um like the, there's whole things in your life experience that you can apply to different areas and and yeah, like I, I think just having a passion for what you're doing is important. That's uh, like once you're you're happy where you are, you you love what you're doing, you can learn from that and apply it to different things. So there's there's always room to expand, and yeah, don't be stressed. That's uh, important. <laughs> That was Patrick Manny talking about his career path, which started off with him studying graphic design and then moving into the service industry where he's been for the last number of years. Patrick's love and I suppose the kick he gets out of his work is actually quite infectious. Anytime you talk to him, even the conversations we had off mic, he so passionate about it he's so driven by it he clearly loves it so much and he clearly wants to make it the kind of best experience he possibly can for his customers and i personally found that enthusiasm to be quite infectious i hope you enjoyed today's show if you want to help the show out we would love if you could subscribe that would be brilliant or by sending uh, the link to a friend and recommending it uh, whether it's this episode or another episode or even just the podcast in general would be a huge help and very very much appreciated in the meantime i'm kim sullivan thanks for listening Thank you for listening to this episode of Graduate Compass. Remember, if there is a degree subject or specific industry you would like to be featured on any future episodes, then we would love to hear from you and know what you are trying to find out. Our email is info at graduatecompass.ie.